Hey there. Hello. Hi. Are we recording? Yep. Let's jump into the show, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Ask Liveling TV. We're jazzed to answer your jazzed? questions for the week. Yeah, I just can't wait. All right. Just love doing it. We're jazzed today, guys. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're new to the show, this is the show where we answer your questions on Instagram when uh, we go through our stories on our Instagram at TV. We'll do one of those, I always forget what it's called, but the question tags. Question tag. And yeah. when you see that in our story, you post your question and we hopefully we'll get to it on this show. So yeah, we really appreciate the speed, you guys. I feel like I post that question tag and then like within like few hours, I've got like 18 questions. Boom. So mm -hmm. you guys are doing a great job of asking there. Thank you so much for providing the content for the show. Absolutely. So guys, if you're new as well, make sure you click the subscribe button down below. Join the Lively Nation. And if you're listening on our podcast, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And make sure you stay tuned to the end of the show if you're listening to the podcast because we do an extended question. We answer one question then when we turn the cameras off and we only answer it on the podcast. So if you're missing out, if you're just watching on YouTube. So let's make sure we remember to do that. Okay. All right, so let's jump into the questions. We got some great ones here today. First question from Baruch96 says, what are your thoughts on the movements against sugar and chemicals on processed foods? I think that's right in alignment with yeah. everything we talk about from a nutrition standpoint. I'm a big fan of that because I, I feel like for far too long, companies that are making processed foods have just thrown whatever they want in there and customers are not even reading. You know, a lot of people don't even know what they're eating. So more awareness on this, the ingredients that are in processed foods is fantastic. Yeah, and I always say, guys, we vote with our money. So by buying these processed foods that have chemicals in them in the grocery store, we're like it's like we're placing a vote to say we support this. Because mm -hmm. when, when the companies keep getting this money coming in, they're going to be like our profit margins are great. We're going to keep uh, putting them in. And the government kind of looks at it like that's more tax money for us. I don't want to get into all that. But there's, <laughs> uh, you're basically voting with your money. So I always say, guys, your food is an investment in your health. So yes, Natural food may be a little bit more expensive. Buying organic food may be a little bit more expensive, but in the grand scheme of things, it's an investment into your health bank account for a healthier, long lifestyle. And that's what we're all about here. So yeah, get the sugar, get the chemicals, get the processed foods out of your diet. Yeah, you may be thinking that your choices in the grocery store don't matter. Like mm -hmm. who cares if I buy a sweet potato or a box of cereal? It does matter in the long run because like you said, the more of the processed junk food that you buy, the more those companies think that you're liking that and mm -hmm. that you want more of that. So they're gonna keep pumping out more of that. But if we all collectively together as a union, like decide we wanna eat more real food and less of this processed junk with all the sugar and chemicals, then that's what you're gonna see more of. And mm -hmm. so I'm really proud of just humans in general for like making these choices and for all of us uh, making individual choices that, that affect our collective. So definitely if you're one of those people who has been choosing natural food over processed food, Thank you, because you're making it easier for everyone. Yep. Okay, next question. Okay, this is from LeeDB123. What do you know about the RP diet? I think it stands for Renaissance Periodization. Of course, I get I've this question. I've never heard of that. <laughs> never heard of this. <laughs> do you, you've never heard of it? No, just chalk this up to diet trend number <laughs> 1,003,067. If you guys expect us to know every single diet that's out there, I'm sorry. I don't. 
like spend my nights researching all these different diets because <laughs> we found a way that works for us. It works for you know thousands, hundreds of thousands of you guys out there. And it's not gimmicky. <laughs> it's not, I, but I'm not. I'm not sure. It says the Renaissance periodization, so I, know, I would like, assume it's very similar to. Um, the paleo diet because it's the renaissance obviously is like back in the day so it's probably like getting back no to what chemicals your ancestors ate, ate. and that's probably, a, that's yeah. exactly what the living diet or the living way of eating is all about is just getting back to nature getting back to foods that have mainly one ingredient or a collective of ingredients that are natural ingredients and sticking to that like 80 to 90 percent of the time then you have your one cheat meal your one or two cheat meals through the week which you can have whatever you want for me it's always pizza and not feel <laughs> guilty about it. So it, the living way, in my opinion, is the best way to do it. You get all the nutrients that your body needs to thrive on. Not only to thrive on from an energy and a health standpoint, but also from a, a physique standpoint. You're getting it all. Yeah. Um, so, and no deprivation. And you're not depriving yourself no of the foods yeah. that you love. It's just like doing the right things for the majority of the time and then indulging when you have been good and, and yeah and a treat is so much more of a treat when it's occasional yeah. like if you're eating treats every single day then they become like kind of less exciting you know but um i feel like renaissance periodization if i i may be completely way off on this but if i were to like guess what that means I'm i would say it right now. it's probably yeah like you said eating foods that would have been available in the renaissance period which obviously is not captain crunch or marshmallows <laughs> it's going to be more like lean meats and vegetables and well, not just lean meats, but all meats and vegetables and I don't know, grains maybe. But And then periodization, I would guess, is probably like eating foods that are only in season, right? And no, I don't know. We'll just keep going on. I'm just looking up now. But when we get a chance, I'll keep looking at yeah, it. Yeah, we'll take a look at that and we'll let you know maybe in a future episode what we think once we actually know what it means. But hopefully that, that answered <laughs> your diet. What do we know about it? Almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question on Instagram from... How would you pronounce teacher that? Teacher C.K. Chick. It's funny. T teacher Chick. Um, thoughts on recent vegan YouTubers quitting veganism. Hmm. What? I don't know anything. I can't say I'm shocked. Oh, I can't say I'm shocked either, but I can't say that I know what you're talking about either because I, I don't honestly don't follow vegan YouTubers. To. Yeah, um, but it'd be interesting to know, like, who are you guys referring to? Are these, like, some of the bigger names in the vegan industry? Yeah, I'm curious um, And why have they said? So you come back to us in the comment section below. Let us know um, who and who why. And why. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter about who, but yeah. why did these people um, decide against veganism or they've they switching their ways? Because we would love to hear it because, as you guys know, we support and we uh, implement into our diets and we recommend everybody else from a nutrition standpoint. Like, not from a, if, you have, if you're really connected to animals and the welfare of animals, that's a different thing, but from a nutrition standpoint, guys, we recommend a more balanced approach with, you know, with meat, Including nuts, seeds, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's those sort of things. So I'm not surprised at all because we've heard countless people who have gone vegan. We know personally people who have gone vegan and then switched back again because their body just wasn't functioning properly. They didn't enjoy the results they were getting. I mean, I'm one of them. I'm standing right in front of you. I'm yeah. one of those people who has tried veganism and decided it wasn't for me. So that's why I feel like I'm not shocked because, yeah. you know, a lot of people try it and don't like it. So mm -hmm. I don't find that shocking. I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> yeah. So Jasmine Raleigh says, how do you define your stomach? Crunching and planks I feel my body are used to. Do you have any... Uh-oh, question was cut off. 
Okay. So maybe just any tips. Yeah. So the first tip is what you do in the gym is not as important as what you do in the kitchen. So if you want to get to find abs, flat stomach, whatever you want to call it, guys, nutrition, 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 nutrition. Put more work into your diet. And then, and, yeah. and then once you get your body fat levels down low enough, then we can do an actual program that's specifically for getting the, the definition to Defining, come out of yeah. your flat stomach. So again, it's reducing body fat. You're gonna do that with your diet more than with an ab-specific workout program. But that's not to say your workouts don't come into play, but what's gonna help you with that is, is like we talked about those, like last week, we said the multi-joint exercises that use a lot of muscles in your body, that's gonna burn a lot of calories during the workout as well as after the workout because your body needs more to recover, so it's burning more calories to help you with that mechanism of recovering your body. Mm -hmm. So squat deadlifts, presses, you know, the major compound movements that we use in all of our Live Lean programs. So um, that's my response to that. What would? Yeah, definitely. Guys, I've been through this personally. Like when I first started in fitness, abs and defining my midsection was my number one goal. Mm -hmm. I was like obsessed over that. So I tried every ab exercise known to magazines. <laughs> And because that's where I was getting my information from. <laughs> what, what's a magazine? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this is like before the internet was like really a thing. It was kind of a thing, but like I still like I would go to the store, buy magazines, and like that's where I got my information from. Did you from. also buy your VHS cassettes to, and then do follow along workouts? <laughs> so, I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not that old. Um, but anyway, what I want to tell you guys is that this, my approach to defining my midsection used to be all like this ab exercise, that ab exercise, trying all the different ab exercises. When I really started to see results, it was just like what he just said was when I like shifted my focus more into my kitchen mm. and like what foods I was fueling with and not only what foods, but how much of those foods, like really getting my portion sizes right and doing what we call dialing in your nutrition. That is when the results just started to click for me and that was like a total game changer. I can tell you this, it doesn't matter how many crunches and planks and sit-ups you do, if you completely ignore your intake and your food consumption, and your macros and your calorie level and everything, you're just gonna be spinning your wheels yeah. and so, it's just not gonna happen. So let's say this. So first, let's get you on a program. So go take the Live Lean Quiz program. Go to liveleantv.com forward slash quiz. You're gonna take a quick little quiz. It's gonna tell you the best program for you based on your goals. You're gonna get that program. You're gonna go through that. It's also gonna have a nutrition plan with it. Then that's gonna help you get rid of the excess body fat, you know, eventually over time. And then what we're coming out with in when, in a few months. In the summer, this summer. In a few months is we're coming out with a new specific ab training program. It's gonna be Live Lean Abs 2.0. So I already have a Live Lean Abs program, but we're gonna basically like overhaul that and new workouts, new everything. Brand it's gonna be, it's gonna be way better. Yeah. And um, so that's gonna be coming out. So once you get the body fat low enough, that's when you're gonna use this program to define the app. So you gotta take this in a step-by-step -step process, but just getting you to do programs first is gonna help you get that mindset switch that by following a step-by-step -step plan, it's gonna help you get to that end goal quicker. Yeah, I definitely don't wanna say that ab exercises don't work because like you just said, they're essential for actually defining your abs, yep. but getting your body fat down is, should be the first step and the most important step because you're not gonna really see that definition until the body fat is low. So yep. following one of our programs helps get your body fat low and then you know, doing specific ab work like we're coming out this summer is what's gonna really like chisel them yep. up. Okay, next question. Brittle Ness says, do y'all have any tips for meal planning for postpartum? Baby number two is due in four weeks. Ooh, Yay! Exciting. Baby number two, that's... We, we just had our baby we, number two we know 12 what that's weeks about, ago. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, any tips for meal prepping for postpartum? Yes, my biggest tip is to make, I mean, it's always hard because you don't know if your due date is accurate or not, but during that last kind of like final stretch of pregnancy, you said you only have four weeks left. So like right about now, your baby could be born any day now. So I would say making sure, remember how crazy I was about making sure like our house was always stocked with food. Our, mm -hmm. ca our car was always full of gas. Like just make sure you do everything now while you can before the baby gets here. So just filling your pantry, like with all the essentials, all the staples, filling your fridge with food that can last. And then, um, also just, um, making things that stay well in the fridge. So like, for example, in my live lean way, um, course, I have a bulk recipe cookbook and this is only recipes that you can make in bulk and that will stay well. Cause like things like salad, if you made a huge batch of salad with dressing on it, it's going to be all wilting gross, but then other recipes will last really well in the fridge. So you can make like homemade protein bars and uh, like turkey burgers and things that stay well in your fridge. So that's what I recommend for meal prepping. Yeah. Make things that will last. I would say slow cooker. Mm -hmm. So the slow cooker, crock yeah, pot, get, whatever, whatever you want to call it, we use it all the time. Mm -hmm. Basically, put in some meat in the morning, some vegetables, you set it, forget it, six, seven hours later, your house smells amazing, and you have a bulk amount of food to eat over the next few days. That's And using leftovers, like I know some people don't like leftovers, which I think is absolutely insane because left, leftovers are yeah. the best thing mm -hmm. in the world. So if you're not friendly with leftovers, I would say just work on that a little bit. Try to get more friend friendly with leftovers and reheating food that you already cooked is, is going to help you cut down on the amount of time you have to spend in your kitchen. Yeah. And I was on my phone there. I was looking up more about the Renaissance periodization. Oh, what'd you I find? wasn't. No, it's still still trying to figure it out. Oh, you wanted them to know you're not ignoring. Yeah. Them. I just wanted like, I'm not like texting people and stuff. Texting well, your, your side piece. My side, my side piece. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Um, people on the podcast are probably wondering what I just did. Okay, next question from Abby Lopez42 says, is sunflower oil bad or inflammatory? So sunflower oil is one of those plant-based oils that we recommend you not have all the time because um, it, it is, it's higher in omega-6s. So that ratio that I always talk about from the omega-3 fats to omega-6 fats that in today's standard American diet is so out of whack with omega-6s up here and omega-3s down here where it needs to be more like this. So by consistently, and that's usually from eating processed foods. So by consistently eating processed foods that are pretty much using sunflower oils, soybean oils, any of those vegetable oils, that's what's really throwing that ratio out of whack. So I would say it, like it's not great for you, but don't freak out if the one thing you see has sunflower oil in it, like within it's not moderate. Like the most terrible thing you could eat. There With, are worse things. Just not on it yeah. every like. If it's your favorite food, don't eat it every single day. Save it for a cheat meal. Yeah, I mean there are so many different kinds of oils. You guys like so many choices of oils you can use. We've already let you know what our favorites are. You have a great uh, video and blog yeah. post all about the different types of oils. There are different smoke points. The different healthiness. Yeah, like. like I was so happy with how that video turned out and like not many views got on it and was like kind of like man This is gonna be a really good video um, So if you guys want to go watch mm -hmm. that video just go search our channel for uh, I think it's best cooking oils and I take you through All the major cooking oils which ones you should do with what um, so yeah, go check we that out. really only use like three different oils avocado oil mm -hmm. for, for high for mm -hmm. cooking 
Then we, I use coconut oil quite a bit, like in my coffees. Yeah, I don't use that as much anymore, but I used to use it a lot. And olive oil for olive salad oil. dressing. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question from Fanny89 says, have you ever heard of the fat disorder called lipedema? Any tips for people who struggle with this? Um, I have heard of that. I think it might have been actually from you recently in a DM or something. Um, and I looked it up and it's basically a um, disorder where fat is stored in the lower body. I guess. Are you looking it up right now? Yep. Um, I can't say that I'm very familiar with it um, because I've only heard of it once ever. Um, and I don't have any tips for people who struggle with this because I think it is a really rare disorder. It's not something that's common. It's not something we come across a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. so I, sorry. I'm just going to stay in my lane. I don't know en yeah. enough about it. That's probably something... Um, that, like, you know, if you talk to your doctor, your naturopathic doctor, they may know more info on that. But something that specific that I've never had myself, I've never dealt with any clients that had it, I've never done any research on it, I wouldn't want to, like, step out of line and say something when I had no experience with it whatsoever. Yeah, but definitely, like, as you know, we always recommend seeking help from a doctor who does have experience mm. with clients with that specific disorder, I think is going to be your best bet to finding a resolution that's really satisfactory. But... You know, um, it does sound like something that probably could be managed or improved with exercise and healthy diet, course, like everything. most things. Yeah. yeah. So I would say try that first. And if you're really not happy with your results from eating well and exercising and lifting weights, then I'd go see a specialist and get some more um, specialized uh, protocols. Right. Liseth0221, have y'all seen... I'm like, y'all. I know. <laughs> Have y'all seen What the Health Thoughts on Plant-Based Diets? Uh, have I seen that one? I don't know. I think I, think we, I may have seen that one. We, I don't remember. Well, we kind of answered that in one of the previous questions, what we think of plant-based diets. Um, you know, there's so many. The thing no, but is, a plant-based diet doesn't mean vegan, though. Okay. Well, no. Because like, I, I do feel like our diet is plant-based. Yes. With, Even though we eat meat, with it's meat, not like we eat with, all with, meat. With, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so the thing is with like these documentaries that come out, like they're so one-sided. Like mm -hmm. I would say to you, like, have you seen um, The Perfect Diet, the documentary on The Perfect Diet? Remember? Was that the one about That's about paleo. keto? Or I think it's about, about keto? it's about paleo or keto. Yeah. But it's it's more about the, the nutritional value and the health from eating meat. Yeah, so and that woman who cured her cancer she, by doing the keto diet, yeah. the high fat, high meat diet. So depending on yeah. which document you're watching, they're obviously going to be super one-sided to try to sway you and only speak on the high points of what's that diet about. Exactly. So, you know, if you're... Your head would be spinning if you watched all these documentaries. Yeah, like that's why I don't watch these because I've been in the trenches, I've tested i've done my reading i've worked with other people and i found what works best for us and for other people i'm not going to say for everybody because everybody's different but the way the living way of eating is just you can't poke holes in it like there's no way to say like that it's making you unhealthy like there, you just can't because it's well, so balanced. It's, and we've been doing this for so long. Like if what we were doing wasn't working for people, we would have been out of business like six years ago. And I'm not know? even saying like just look at our bodies and so we're healthy because that's not true. Like some of the bodies that you see who are completely ripped are unhealthy yeah, on the inside. Works, yeah. That's why we work with naturopathic doctors to have our blood tests done. And like we can see where our blood markers are on all the main things. And like are we doing things right? Like like yeah and we've never had a client come to us after trying one of our programs or trying our way of eating and 
say that their results were bad. Like we've just never had that, yeah. you know, it's always positive. So that's the reason why we're sharing our way with you guys because it works and we enjoy it and our like hundreds and thousands of clients are enjoying it too. So that's kind of why we avoid watching all the different documentaries yeah. because they're all over the place and it'll just make your head spin. So Okay, let's keep moving on here. We have a few more questions. Let's try to like do like maybe rapid fire okay. here. Any suggestions for handling lactic acid causing deep muscle pain after working out. I'll just jump in quickly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so one of the things with that would help would be foam rolling. Um, also post-workout nutrition. So that lactic acid, you know, the foam rolling can help kind of, you know, all that tightness, all those um, knots and everything can kind of help relieve that and get the blood flowing again. Okay. Um, and then post-workout nutrition, getting that protein in your diet, those amino acids in your diet to help. Hydration. Hydration is a great one. Drink more water. To help, you know, recover yourself, even carbohydrates if you're already, you know, you're not trying to lose a pile of weight, like would be a good thing to help recover your body after a workout. So get your diet in check and um, get that mobility, those foam rolling, those kind of things. Just one last point on that is um, maybe just check how hard you're working out because sometimes people jump from zero to hero and without like skipping all the steps in between. So if you are working out too hard for your current fitness level, maybe scale it back a notch and grow up to that level. Yeah, but that's eventually going to balance out as well though. Like, of course, you'll get used to anything get, after some time. But. And just one other tip, like if you wake up the next day with a super sore chest, pump out a few push-ups, that helps get that blood in there and help then take some of those um, Definitely more movement in the same muscle exactly. group. Exactly. Yeah. So CML215, would you change a thing about your fitness journey? Mm, good uh, question. You go ahead. I, of course I would. Like, are you kidding? I like hit a brick wall so many times. I encountered so much frustration. My fitness journey was all over the place, guys. In those first few years, I just felt like a failure. Like there were times when I wanted to quit fitness because I found it so hard. Like there were many times where I was like, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Um, so I feel like if I were to change things, uh, just one thing in my fitness journey, honestly, babe, this is going to sound corny, but it would have been to have found you sooner. Ah. <laughs> I'm not even lying right now though, because having one mentor, like finding yeah. a person who's getting the results that you want for your life and then following their step-by-step, -step, you know, way of getting there. Like I felt like he just had um, just such a solid hold on like what living lean is and how you do it. It just helped me clarify things because I was all over the place. I didn't know if I wanted to be a bodybuilder or a bikini girl or mm. like I just didn't know what I wanted to be or what. I so I was just crazy yeah. all over the place. But finding living lean and just doing it, yeah. it, it and just helped. That's what I did. Like I found a mentor. Yeah, I kind of would say the same thing. I would Finding want. A mentor I would have wanted to find a mentor sooner, but yeah. I eventually did find find one. Invested in the coaching, and that's kind of, you know. So making that investment sooner. Making the investment yeah. sooner. Same here. Okay, next question from Yolanda. Mommy Creation says, "38-year-old mom looking to lose 100 pounds. No stranger to weight. Suggested starting program." Well, I would, again, go take the Live Lean Body quiz. That's why we created this quiz for you guys because we get this question all the time. Just four questions and it's gonna direct you into the right program for you based on your goals, your fitness level, and your access to equipment. But if I had to kind of guess based on where that would, would put you in, I would probably say Live Lean Formula for formula Women. Formula for Women is what I'm thinking because you say you're no stranger to weights, so I, I yeah. assume that you want to train with weights. So I would put um, you yeah, probably on Living Formula for Women. So that's a six-week program. No, it's actually 12. 12-week 12 12 program. 12 weeks on that one. You have three phases. Each phase is one month long. And I definitely think this will help you get closer to that goal. 
but I would probably have you um, pick out your next like three programs because losing 100 pounds isn't going to happen in just 12 weeks. Yeah. It's going to take more time than that. So I would pick out your next three programs starting with Formula for Women and then just kind of see where you're at after that. So I was going to say like that would be your starting phase and then I would probably put you into maybe potentially the Team Live Lean group that we have, mm -hmm. which gives you a new brand new 30-day program every single month for essentially the rest of your life mm -hmm. um, and you know 100 pounds is going to be gone like mm -hmm. if you keep consistently 100 pounds in the beginning may seem like oh my 100 100 pounds but yeah. if you just think about it you know conventionally you can lose two pounds a week mm -hmm. like conventionally speaking you can lose more than that but let's just use that generic term so let's chunk it's that, not that linear, let's chunk that yeah. down 100 mm -hmm. Divided by two is 50. So that would be 50 weeks. In just 50 weeks, you just by baselining it at that two pounds a week, you could lose that 100 pounds. Now, mm -hmm. that is huge. Mm -hmm. Like if you break it down like that, like you can get there quicker. The year than doesn't feel that it long. It doesn't. Right? Yeah. And this is just the beginning of the rest of your life. Like mm -hmm. a year out of your life is so freaking short. So hopefully that motivates you to finally take action, get on that program, and let's stay consistent with it. Fitness 9091, do you ever owned wear corset or shapewear? Um, I wear a corset like maybe <laughs> three, what? <laughs> um, was this question for you? The thought of you in a corset. <laughs> Okay, okay, I guess you don't want to know my opinion. <laughs> For it. anybody who doesn't know, a corset is like a waist trainer. It's like this thing you put around your midsection and you like pull it really tight where you can barely breathe and it like holds your tummy in. How else did you think I got my hourglass shape from? I didn't, not well, from obviously. eating healthy or working <laughs> yeah. out. Just tie something really tight around your stomach. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to make it, I don't no. want to make fun of your question. Yeah, no, we're not poking fun at it. I know a lot of people like rave about these devices and uh, love using them and everything. I actually did a video on this once one of my clients gave me one one so if you see me on youtube like with a corset on that video i was talking about what i think about waist trainers and uh, whatever you call them corsets yeah so um if you want more information specifically like what i have to say about those we'll link that video down below um but yeah so i guess i have owned one but only very <laughs> short term because someone gave it to me yeah it's, and i don't it's yeah. it's not the solution to whatever you're trying to accomplish it's when you take it off at the end of the day you still have you know what the same thing that went into it, it doesn't change your shape permanently yeah. so while it may look great under clothing it's not like something that's going to really change your physique and it's not providing you with the habits that's right. going to help you consist like you're not going to wear this the rest of your life it's, like, a it's just fix. it's yeah. yeah okay next question from aaron o'loughlin says what happens after you lose the weight i have no idea how to maintain aka reverse diet so i think mm. we've talked about this a few times mm -hmm. you you have a video blog post on it. Um, Might have an entire course on it, guys. Live Lean Way is all about maintaining your results. It's, I mean, it's about the nutrition steps to transform your body as well, but it's doing it in a way that is sustainable. It's teaching you how to eat for the rest of your life instead of just teaching you how to lose weight short term. And this is the big problem I have with the diet industry is everybody's coming at you left and right with these diets that can help you lose so many pounds in so many days, but very few people or very few companies are teaching people how to eat forever. Sustained. And that is our goal. That is like exactly what living lean is, is like learning the sustainable habits yeah. that you can do forever. And if you want to know about reverse dieting, we actually answered this exact question last week, yeah. but it didn't make the YouTube show, it made the podcast. So this is going to give you a little bit of um, incentive to go 
Download whatever podcast app, Spotify, iTunes, go listen to last week's podcast and in the extended play on the podcast only, we answer this exact question on Mm -hmm. what does reverse dieting do and how do you actually do it? So we're not going to cover that again right now because for people who listen to the podcast, it'll be very repetitive. Yeah. But you can also search reverse diet on our website and get a lot more info there. Okay, guys, last question here on the YouTube show is Salma Soray. Besides exercising, how do you recharge? Oh, by sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sleeping. Yeah, we prioritize our sleep. And even though we have two young kids, we try to get as much sleep as possible. So we have an early bedtime and we kind of, at the end of the day, we turn down the lights, we turn off TV, like we have a hot tea, we do things to... Yeah, I, I think like, I think what you're trying to get at is like, what's your escape? Like, what's your um, escapism like... Besides exercise? My, mine is like when I just need to turn off my mind because my mind races. Like I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm always like, got to do this, got to do this, got to yeah. do this, which is not good for my anxiety. So like this is a great question. Team no days off. <laughs> Two team no days off. So what I try to do, like my kind of escapism is sports. Like I love playing sports and I love watching sports. I would also say another thing that now that it's getting, I'm going to say now that it's getting nicer in Southern California, Southern California. It's always nice here, but the beach weather is finally upon us here. Um, So I love going to the beach and just like doing water activities. Yeah. For me, I like to go shopping. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) If I'm like having a bad day or something, I'll just like go to the mall and just browse. Like I love that. Yeah. And you, and you have like your shows on TV, like the mindless shows. Yeah, sometimes Netflix shows or whatever. She's watching some show where you get married on TV without even knowing the person. Yeah. (laughs) I got hooked into one of the shows and I'm like, no. <laughs> so yeah. I like enjoying other people's problems. Yeah, it's one of those things like yeah, everybody needs like some piece of escapism. Yeah. And so you can't judge people, but what when the problem is is when that takes over your life. Like mm. video games is another thing I like to do, but like I yeah. don't don't let it affect my family life. I don't let it affect my business. I don't right. let it affect my health. Like it's just right. it's just that escapism I think everybody needs. Yeah, it's a good little recharge, but you don't you don't let it consume yourself. Yeah, all right. So YouTube, that is it for you. We're going to cut YouTube off right now, but podcast, keep listening. We got one more question that we're going to answer on the podcast in the extended version. So guys, thanks for watching. Thank you for watching the show and we'll see you next time. Make sure that you ask us questions on Instagram using the question tag. Watch our story to see when that happens. Yeah. Don't forget to slap a like on this video, people. Mm-hmm. That's going to help this video get up to more of our subscribers so we get impact more people. All right. So I will say thank you for watching. Thank you. Keep- Living Living Lean. Lean. Boy.